Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, podcast, nation. This is Christian Brindle. Wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today, thank you so much for taking the time. Folks, this is episode 209. This episode will not be on video. Now, the video, the audio version will be on YouTube as well as the other um, typical audio platforms that we broadcast to, but it will not be on video due to the fact that I came down with a little bit of a bug over the weekend. Um, I woke up Saturday morning, and you might be able to hear it in my voice a little bit, but I woke up Saturday morning with a slight, uh, a slight little um, sore throat, symptoms, everything like that, I, I, and, and it was bad enough to where I thought it was probably strep throat. Got tested, was negative for that, negative for the flu, so those things were good, probably just a cold. Um, and I ended up getting tested for COVID as well. I went and got in the line. They stuck the the thing up my nose. It caused my nose to bleed for about two hours. It was not fun, not fun at all. And luckily that came out negative as well. So most likely just a little common cold, but just because of that, um, we we're not we're not having it on video as of today, but we're still bringing you an episode. We're still bringing you an episode like we will every single Monday. Um, if this is your first time listening, every single week we bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. My name is Christian Brindle. I own and operate an insurance agency called Christian Brindle Insurance Services. Where we work, we work with people on Medicare of all different situations. We have access to all of the different insurance companies available in the industry. And we're in a situation where we can basically help people on their Medicare needs. And today we're going to be talking about what circumstances can you postpone your Medicare? Now, it's, it's um, fairly public knowledge that people understand that, in essence, if you're on Medicare you, for the most part, have to take it at age 65, for the most part. And if you don't, you get penalized if you try to take it later. And there's very few types of health insurances that will even accept you after the age of 65 because the government is basically put into mandates that you're not allowed to pick up a, a various amounts of health insurance over the age of 65, such as Obamacare, marketplace plans, and things like that, because they want you on Medicare. Um, it's what everybody pays into their whole life for in the in the in in the the form of FICA taxes and Social Security taxes, Medicare taxes, and all those things. I don't particularly agree with the fact that everybody should have to take it, or else they're punished or penalized. But they don't really care what I think. Um, I'm just some guy, some loudmouth guy on the other end of a microphone. But be it as it may, those are the facts that we have aligned ourselves with. So, one thing that is incredibly important to know, in my personal opinion, 
is the situation that you can postpone your Medicare if you're approaching 65. And we're going to talk about that today, and there are two different situations. The first being, if you are working, if you or your spouse, I should say, are working, and you receive insurance through a current employer, this is vital that you understand this. It cannot be through a a company you used to work for, or it can't be a retirement plan that you have. It can't even be that you're currently working and you have a retirement plan from another company that you used to work at. It has to be through a current employer. Got it? Current employer. Through either you or your spouse. You have to be covered by it. So if your spouse is working and they're covered through their current employer, but you're not, it doesn't count. You have to be covered through a current employer from either you or your spouse. And in that type of situation, you're able to postpone your Medicare with no penalties or punishments because that is looked at as credible coverage in the eyes of Medicare. Most employer plans are, I should say. I'd say 99 out of 100. The other situation is if you are living out of the country for an extended amount of time. Maybe you're born in the U.S. and maybe you have the the working credits to qualify for Medicare, which basically for Medicare Part A, to have the working credits, you basically have to have either 40 quarters of working credits paying into FICA taxes, or you have to have at least 10 years of working experience, one or the other. They're pretty much the same thing, 40 quarters or 10 working years. So because of this, if let's let me just paint a picture for you. And there's I don't see this too often, but I do see it from time to time. Let's say that you are you know someone that was born in the United States, you're a US born citizen, you're an average person, you work for 30, 40 years of your life, 50 years maybe. Um, and let's say you turn 60, you're able to retire, so you do so. And you decide you want to live in Italy for a while. So you go move to Italy and you stay in Italy till you're 70 and then you come back. That's okay, because you weren't living in America in the sense of postponing your Medicare. You can kind of put your Medicare in what's known as dormant status is what we'll call it. But you don't see that happen very often, so we're going to talk more about, and than anything else, the postponing your Medicare due to the working situation. Now, folks, I have to take a quick break here from this week's sponsor. Um, when we come back in segment two, Um, two of two on this particular episode, segment two will be our final segment as well, I will go into depth. Everything you have to know about postponing your Medicare due to the fact that you're working and have credible coverage through a current employer. Don't go anywhere. I will be right back. Talk to you soon. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's get into this topic. So, folks, the situation is going to be different for everybody. Sometimes people retire early, and sometimes people work longer due to the fact that they need to in order to retire, or maybe just due to the fact that they enjoy working and they just don't want to retire. You know, like I've I've heard the argument from a lot of people that if you don't stay active in retirement that, you know, you, you can kind of lose it pretty quickly. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, I've seen a lot of people over the years that, you know, they'll work till they're 90 years old and they're just as sharp as a tack. 
I've seen other people that retire at 60 and they seem to um, quickly take a downturn because they don't have any hobbies, they don't do anything, they just sit around watching TV. I've seen multiple different scenarios in both cases. Now, it's not the case for everybody, but for the most part, I think that's that's kind of a good um, rule of thumb. You know, I think if you are going to retire early, that you need to have um, activities. You need to make sure that you're keeping yourself busy and you're not just sitting around. But that being said, there's people of all different walks of life, but there are quite a bit of people every single year that turn 65, that become eligible for Medicare, that do not understand that they do not have to take Medicare at 65. Now, I, I like to think that a majority of these people figure it out, figure this out through, you know, research and trying to figure out what they need to do about their Medicare. But this is in a nutshell what you need to know and what you need to do. First things first is you're able to postpone your Medicare without any punishments. The what will happen is whenever you stop working or whether whenever that credible coverage that you have through your employer ceases. This is the key. Whenever that plan stops and or whenever you stop working, whichever one comes first, then you have to pick up Medicare. And you have to do it right away. Now what happens is you're going to have to get two forms filled out typically. There is one form that is known as a Medicare Part B application that you fill out just basically saying that you want Medicare Part B. That part's easy. However, there's another form that you need to get filled out that's a request of employment information form that you need to get filled out from your HR department, from your employer. This is proof, this is evidence that you had credible coverage through your employer since you turned 65. This is how they know not to penalize you. People always think, that the government is this all-knowing, all-seeing, they know every single thing about you, and the, the fact of the matter is, that's not always as true as you might think. Because if you do not send in this form that's filled out from your HR, they will assume you had no credible coverage since age 65, and they'll issue you a penalty. The way that the penalties work is they'll basically tack on a little bit of extra um, on top of your Medicare Part B premium. It'll basically be a higher Medicare Part B premium than a normal person would have, and it will be that way for the rest of your life. Medicare penalties are month to month for the rest of your life, not only for Medicare Part B, but also for Medicare Part D as in dog, D for drugs. Any drug plan you sign up for will have the same pen, same kind of penalty, I should say. It's not the same exact penalty, but a same kind of penalty, a late enrollment penalty, they call it, tacked on to your monthly premium. And that's that way for life. So it's very imperative that you do this. But that's something you're going to have to know that you're going to have to go through. Depending on your HR department, depending on your employer, that might be easier with some, more difficult with others. Um, I've seen it be a breeze. I've seen it for other people. It takes a tremendous amount of um, effort and follow-up to get them to fill this out and get it back to them. Um, a lot of it depends on your employer and how good or bad the HR department is. I've seen some that do a great job with it, and it's no big deal. I've seen some that are just absolutely incompetent. That, you know, it's a one-page form. It's really, really easy for them to fill out, but it just sits on their desk and they just, you know, they're napping all day. They're not doing anything about it. So this is something you need to be aware of when you're postponing your Medicare because this is something you're going to have to do in order to get Medicare down the road without the penalties or the punishments. Now, that being said, I always encourage people to, at very least, pick up Medicare Part A at age 65. The reason I say this is because assuming you have the working credits, which like I said, most people 
have that. Most people do. You're going to be able to pick up Medicare Part A for no cost, no premiums. There's two reasons why you want to do this. Number one, it's not going to cost you anything. It can coordinate on the, what Medicare Part A covers with your current insurance as a secondary. Now, Medicare Part A on its own doesn't cover a whole lot. It'll cover hospitalization charges like the hospital room, the bed, the walls, the ceiling. But it's free hospital coverage. Why wouldn't you take it? In a sense. I mean, I'm not, they don't like me using the word free. I mean, it's something you paid for, but it's something you don't have a monthly premium for. That's number one. There's other things Medicare Part A covers, but that's the most notable, is the hospitalization portion of things. Now, the other reason why you want to do it is because that way you don't have to enroll into it later. You can enroll for Medicare Part A when you turn 65 on the Social Security Administration website, and it's very easy, and it takes about 10 to 15 minutes, um, maybe 20 at the most. It's not difficult at all. However, that being said, down the road... If you want Medicare Part A, it is difficult, more difficult to get later on down the road because there's no application for it. There's no form for it. Sometimes, most of the time, from my experience, is you have to actually either call the Social Security Department or go into an office to have them sign you up for Medicare Part A. They're not just going to automatically do it. There's really no form for them to do it. And the Social Security website typically will not allow you to sign up for Medicare if you're over the age of 65. Now, they have granted some temporary exceptions to that due to COVID, but we don't know if that's going to last permanently. We'll, we'll have to see. But I always encourage people to pick up Part A, not necessarily that's going to help you a whole bunch if you have a hospital stay and coverage. I mean, it might help a little bit. But the main thing, the main reason to this is that you don't have to pick it up later. That's the key, folks. You get that part out of the way, then you only have to worry about picking up part B and then whatever supplement or advantage plan you want to go with down the road. And the rest is gravy. The rest is easy and the rest is gravy. And it's really, really um, not too much more complicated than that. Folks, I really appreciate you taking some time and being here with me today. Just because I'm a little under the weather, we cut our episode a little short. Um, and... I really appreciate your patience. I appreciate you being such a terrific audience, and I appreciate you spending some time with me each and every week. Um, we have a we have a monster of an episode planned for next Monday that I'm really really excited about. So please don't miss that episode. It's going to be episode two ten, which I'm very very excited about, um, and it's going to be a long one. So don't miss that episode. It's going to be a fantastic one. Um, hope you have a fantastic week. Start to, your, start to your week on Monday. Hope you have a fantastic week in general. And until next time, thanks for listening. Take care.